Hi, welcome back to Life's Lemonade Unfiltered. We are your hosts, Kiara and Yesenia. And in this space, we're getting unfiltered about life, womanhood, parenthood, and all the other shit in between. So please stay tuned and don't forget to follow us on Instagram at lifeslemonade.unfiltered. All right, so I have to remember to pause this in between. So here, you do the link. Only five seconds. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I'm looking at the time. We're only <laughs> so so what's for fucking what? Take my blue microphone. My $50 Amazon microphone. For real. Okay, ready? Yeah. Cheers. That was like some ASMR. Boy. I could chug this right now. Welcome back, <laughs> Lemon Drops. It's Yesenia and, and Kiara. Kiara. And we seem to both be in a mood. <sighs> I wasn't. In and a you mood know what? We're there. kind of matching. Did you notice? Oh, we are, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's been wild. This it, week has been wild. I um, forgot to tell you about your dream, but I'm not sure oh gosh, if the yeah. podcast is a place to share. It. Oh, boy. <laughs> Sorry, Lemon Drops. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. I have to talk to you about that. Okay, all right. In private. <laughs> there's not much we do in private, but that's well. There's a few things we do in private. <laughs> I mean, us two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Cheers, lemon drops. We are. Today. It's been a day, and I don't know. We're kind of talking about drama drama and like how do you deal with it do you notice that you are part of the problem sometimes are you um totally averse to it like it makes you physically sick where do you fall in line with how much drama you tolerate in your life whether it's directly or indirectly yeah so i'm trying to find this quote because i feel like i'm saying it wrong but i saw a quote and it says i'm no longer like going to feed into the hate like I don't hate you anymore I just either I love you I wish you well or I hope you get help and I feel like I have adopted that in recent years because it's so draining to have such like one-sided conversations or thoughts or interactions even like anger towards somebody and like feel like you need a resolution like I think that's the thing like I no longer Mm -hmm. feel like I need a resolution and I heard another thing today too and I when I heard it I was like oh my gosh yes that's the thing it was like um oh what was it oh my god my mind just went blank I just had like a (laughs) it just disappeared I'm watching you think it just literally and I saw that look on your face oh my god what was it what was I talking about (laughs) Well, have you been using that CBD cream no. still? It's still in my system. <laughs> what were we talking about? Girl. What were we just talking about? We were just talking about a quote you saw. I know what in regards about to drama and not needing resolution and Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> a quote about not needing my resolution. Brain is not firing resolution. I don't know. It's gone. I I know what you mean, though. And I feel like I'm kind of at that place, too. Even though, like, the other day I was venting to Will in bed. And I'm just like, you know, I have a really um, bad relationship with my dad. And I have this 
I'm so torn between that. Like, I don't need a resolution. And also, like, I told him, I'm like, I just want to call him and be like, listen here, motherfucker. <laughs> like, I have some things to tell to t- tell you. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be like, you are not. To tell you. Yeah. But, like, that wouldn't do me any good. So it's like, what do I do with that feeling? Because... Yeah. It's like, it's like, um, like Will sent me this thing. It's like when a snake bite doesn't kill you, the venom does. Right. And so when you hold on to grudge or when you hold on to resentment or when Wait, you hold who on. who says this? Will? Will sent it to me. Oh, wow. He sent it to me. That's really, I've never heard that before, but I like it. It was, um, really like it, it, imagining it as a snake with the bite mm-hmm. with the venom mm-hmm. helps me understand what it's doing in my body yeah because it's like you're it it's like the bite isn't killing you it's you sitting there allowing the venom to linger that is slowly going to right yeah so i feel like i gotta find some way to not get resolution but also say some final words if that's what we need to say or what i need to say oh okay this is what i was gonna say it came back to me she was (laughs) talking about it and she was like I'm at the point where I don't need, we don't need to have a resolution. Like I'm okay with stepping back and allowing you to think that you're right or allowing you to have the final word. Like I don't need the final word anymore. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. When you have reached that point and I feel like in different situations, you're going to react differently. Mm -hmm. Like in some situations are going to be are like, okay, I can allow you to have the final word and Mm -hmm. walk away. And I don't need you to know that I think I'm right. But then there are other circumstances, probably bigger thing where it's harder to do that. But I think that is like when you reach that place where you can walk away and be like, cool, they think they're right. I don't need to battle it out Mm -hmm. with them anymore. I can walk around, walk away and just know, just know that I did what I, yeah. Then that like how much peace that brings you when you can truly do that, like walk away and just be like, "Eh," like we're just gonna yeah, be done with it. I know it's so hard though. Cause I really feel like sometimes it's easy to go walk away from the things that are the most difficult. Mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes that is the easy way. And so like, um, not easy because uh, I hate that. That word doesn't really fit what I'm trying to say, but it's the best word for what I'm trying to say is that yeah. like, I feel like everything, if it means enough is owed and. A, a conversation not an explanation not a justification yeah. just a conversation but i also think too like again different circumstances when someone has hurt you mm-hmm. is a different circumstance when someone is just thinks that they're right right like right. it's, it's easy like to stubborn walk, yeah and, yeah it's easy to walk away from something and let someone think that they're right if it's just like a uh argument but when like there's hurt behind it and you feel like you need an apology it's hard to let that go but then again like I don't know it just you just end up in the circle of like battling the person to to say sorry and then in the end you actually feel like you got yeah it's like you're trying to fight to get them to understand what they did and it's like if they're not at some point that's the thing too they're just not gonna get it that's where I'm struggling with that because it's like I now know the difference of what something feels final. I feel yeah. that. I feel a complete disconnect. I feel uh, like the big wall is up that I can't even tap into this energy that we've 
this person and I have created. Right. And so it's like, I know what it feels like now. So when I feel like it's incomplete, then I'm like in turmoil with myself. Cause I'm like, okay, you're getting this feeling, you know what you need to do. Why are you avoiding it? You know? And it's just that constant, like, I like with big things, you know, with hurt feelings and, and obviously with family, it's especially difficult, but I don't know. I don't, I don't, you know, it's like, yeah, I think, I think there's just a big difference when it's a big hurt in your life that has been happening for a long time and you feel like you need them to understand that you were hurt and just to, in comparison to like petty drama. (laughs) Yeah. No, like, but, but that's the thing though, is like, there are people who like still cannot walk away from that. Yeah. A, a tiny dramatic situation like it's like neighbors who fight with each other right. or like moms at school like yes. and it's all based on rumor and none of it is based on fact it's like how how old it are we? feels natural to like reach a certain age and no longer let that affect you but it's not natural for some people and some people are still doing it at 65 let me tell you i have clients in their 80s that are still doing it it's exhausting but you can see what that's the thing is that because i have the clientele base i have i can really look at the people that have that kind of high school drama energy they are like there's no, there's no, um, depth to them. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, I'm everything's super superficial. Like, like you can, I, I have some of my clients. I'm like, Oh, you were that person. You but know? if you said high school drama energy, but I feel like if you take it back to high school, there were the people that got into the drama and they yeah. always came out on top because yeah. they had all the things yep. and then they want to continue that for the rest of your life. Yes. Whereas if you're the person who was on the receiving end that and turned into you a always lesson. felt like you were getting into these situations and you weren't liked and you weren't the popular kid or blah, blah, blah. Then as soon as you leave high school or even maybe after college, you don't want that. Like you've mm-hmm. been through it so much, but yeah, that makes sense that there are people who yeah. like won in co- like, you know, you still, meet those people who are still. like high school was their glory days. And yeah. I'm they're like, like what? But, yeah. Like they're still talking about their football stats and it's like, yeah, you, would... you got a dicky do and like a toupee. You, should sh- <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know what a dicky yes, do is? We've had Have this I conversation. Yes. It was like our first podcast. No. It's been so long. Well, let's recap it for the new people for here. Nobody, for, for somebody that doesn't know, a dicky-do is is when your belly sticks out further than your dicky-do. <laughs> I just heard someone the other day call it a hanger-danger. Hanger-danger! <laughs> Wait, they why? talking about, like, That one doesn't make sense, they're... though. It hangs, but dang er. Like the hang, hanger dangler, maybe dangler. That's um, too, they were oh, talking. Toe just cracked. <laughs> I heard that. They were everybody talking heard that. <laughs> getting dick pics, and they were like, nobody wants them. They're ugly. Hanger like dangler. nobody wants to see your hanger dangler. <laughs> nobody, nobody. <laughs> oh my gosh! Look at my toes. I got They're a so bright cute. color. I went to get my toes. When did done. you have time yesterday? To do that? Oh. I uh, when we were coming home, Gigi fell asleep, and I was like, Alexia. I'm going to go get my nails nice. And so I, when I left there. Mine are still white tipped from. Oh, um, you got a French from, now. Um, <laughs> I know they were all white. Kiara. Literally from 
when my mom and I went when the kids went back to school. That's not okay. In August. That's not okay. <laughs> I don't care. It's fine. <laughs> I'm going to start giving you a reminder at least every two months. That's unacceptable. I have been saying for like three weeks that I'm going to go. Well, don't say do. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's very in line with what I wanted to talk about. Uh, oh so, okay. Did we get to a resolution on drama? No, but I just you think know like there's no like, but the, here we are again, like at this standstill of people who are, who are going to like, this isn't going to resonate with them. And then people who are like, yeah. Well, what I you know what drama. I have to say about that? Off. Whatever resonates with you, that's what you're going to take. Okay. We, I recently <laughs> was from the outside looking in, watching a dramatic situation happening. Mm -hmm. And the biggest thing that I saw is that everybody's emotions and everybody's like hate and feelings towards each other were based on, not based on fact. Yeah. It was based on perception of like things that they were like it just wasn't based on fact it's so you it's know like, the thing is just... like go to the person and explain yourself like that literally eliminates any type of miscommunication yeah. any type of drama like just go to the person but that just goes to show thing, you we are not done. wired and we are not taught to to have mature conversations about our own feelings and a lot of the times for me personally when i get triggered it's because somebody's telling the truth of some sort and our or first, our, my first, no, and my first reaction is to become defensive. And then I have to go, oh, why did I take that personally? So there's a thought process that has to happen very quickly. And if you never exercise that thought process, you are never, ever going to learn. Yeah, ever. because <laughs> I feel like when I am triggered, it's always like when I'm, I, yeah, you think about it. You're like, why am I feeling this way about this situation? Yeah. And it's always the, for me, it's like, oh, it's because I have just, I just feel this way about myself and I'm letting the way I feel about myself, like mirror off of someone else. And yeah. Don't it's have called, that feeling it's called projection. Me. I mean, that's the thing. But is it that... is always like, how do you feel about yourself? Because right. you are thinking that someone feels that way but it's not how they feel about you it's how yeah. you feel about yourself i'm reading a new earth right now and he talks so much about that and the ego and it's like you're and the pain body and like basically the energy that you are living with is what you'll attract so it's basic like you come across people and you're like oh like why do they look at me like that and then that person bumps into someone else and it's like this negative chain reaction yeah. right and so when you look at the ego and you're just like these are all things that they're mirroring back to me, the things that I don't like about myself. So I can either continue to, uh, you know, what's the, um, like push them away or I can go, why does this keep happening to me? Yeah. Why is this happening? Yeah, at some period. Point, it's like you, are, there's you a personal are the responsibility. Exactly. <laughs> like it's you. Exactly. But it's like people who get everybody married, else can't be going the wrong way. Like, <laughs> but it's like people who get married four or five or six times. Yeah. It's like, if you're not taking personal responsibility. Right. And I'm not saying and, like and that's the, the divorce is your fault, but it's like, that should be the window to be like, okay, at some point mm -hmm. I had a part in this because it's mm -hmm. happening to me again. And mm -hmm. maybe it fully wasn't my responsibility. And maybe it wasn't anything I did wrong. It was that I allowed some, mm -hmm. something that I shouldn't have. I should have had boundaries. I should right. have not allowed this. Um, but yeah, like, it's just self-reflection yeah instead of projecting it onto the person and being mad at them exactly okay self... so that's our resolution how do you self handle drama self-reflection how what... are you contributing uh, yeah yeah absolutely we got it <laughs> Woo! Woo!
That was through. We we went through loops and we got it. My brain malfunctioned. It did. I went. Scared me a little. Yeah, whole thing just wiped clean. That happens to me sometimes, and more more so when I'm driving, and I'm like, shit, how did I get here? But literally, I had a thought. It was right there, and then it was gone. I'm at work. It sucks, and I was like, what was I just saying? Where was I going? Where? Well, like. It's so crazy. It's how like that when happens. you walk into a room and then you were like, mm-hmm. "What was I here for?" Right. And then you have to like retrace yeah, your yeah. steps, and then you're like, uh. "Uh." Usually, when you're going back, yeah. Okay, so I saw this thing. This woman post um, something on the Facebook group for our area, and oh it just There's no always some. This was a good post, okay. and it really resonated. And it was like one of those feelings to where, like, when the words that because I don't respond to i just like look at them either so but sometimes i feel compelled to say something yeah and most of the time i'm like i go back and read it i'm like what was i what the fuck was i saying (laughs) (laughs) i just did that the other day where there there was a post and it popped up and i looked and i was like oh i commented on this and i read it and i was like look at me but like this one i read back when she was like oh my gosh i love this response i looked i i read it and i was like oh my gosh if i read this to myself if i actually embodied what i said what i said yeah take your own advice i would not be in therapy no No, but okay so it just really resonated so i'm just going to read a little parts of it and preface like some of the things that she said in there but um she said i went to yoga this morning i have been absent from my practice for weeks and it was calling me to come back she said my awesome teacher blank switched it up to ashtanga which some people say is the most difficult style of yoga because you need patience and discipline your breath guides you with your inhales and exhales held longer through multiple poses she says i have been lacking both patience and discipline lately in my business and fitness goals it was kind of nice to be forced to practice them usually what you're avoiding or lacking is exactly what you need in your life at the moment my question what comes up for you when you hear the word discipline does it provide you a feeling of freedom or rigidness (laughs) right so let's just like that right Mm -hmm. in itself and just understanding where she's coming from like i know i i think about that often you know it's like why am i avoiding the thing i need and yeah you know to our previous conversation there's so many reasons why my response was i find so much freedom in my discipline it allows me to make time for what i need I'm structured, but also allow room for life to throw in its spontaneous adventures. And I've really learned to listen to my body. It's freedom within the discipline that I find myself time and time again. And I just said, I love Ashtanga yoga as well for that reason. Nothing like breathing through the discomfort on the other side is of discomfort is always strength, depth, release, aliveness, acceptance, surrender. The list is endless. And so I was just thinking about that because like, you know, at least in in the way of like how you live your life right it's some people look at people that are disciplined and go like oh you don't have a life you know like you're so you know whatever because I get people tell me that all the time but then I feel like I live so much I I make time for all the big things and I also feel like now I have figured out how to be more spontaneous, not really for me, although it does really serve me well to play, but the kids just love it, you know? So it's like, 
I don't know. It just makes me think about people that, you know, make it seem like it's rigid. Like what is the, what is the thing happening inside that is making you feel like it's depriving you versus giving you more? Yeah. I think it's a balance. Like again, everything is balanced, but I can think of like, there are personally things for me that if I was more rigid, it would open up doors for me to have more like what I want so like if I was very rigid on things that I am relaxed Mm -hmm. on then then I would be happier but then on the flip side there are things like parenting where I am so rigid and I'm so stuck to a schedule and when I let myself not be rigid Mm -hmm. then things get better so I think it's balanced. Like there's both things in my life, things where I need to be more rigid Mm -hmm. and it would give me more freedom, but then also Mm -hmm. things that I'm so rigid on that if I let go a little, it would Mm -hmm. also give me more freedom. I think what's really popping out to me right now is the difference of the wording between discipline and rigid. Yeah. Rigid to me has this uh, feeling to it. We always hear it in a negative connotation. It's never, no one likes anyone that's rigid. Yeah. You hear the word discipline, you think military, you think, you know, like, uh, like athletes, you think, you think people that are operating at the highest level or even discipline, like what comes to my mind is just knowing what choice, knowing what choices are good for you and, Mm -hmm. and making those choices, because I think too often it's easy to make bad choices. Mm -hmm. So discipline means knowing what is right right. for you and doing that. And Yeah. And that's the, that's the big difference for me is the, the choosing to use the word discipline versus rigid. Mm -hmm. There's already a pro and a con and there's already like a, like a polarity that is making it seem like this one's so much worse. It's just like, it's the same thing. It's a different word. Does that make sense? uh, Yeah. Different energy. Such a fine line. Like you can dip a toe in either side so quickly. Right. So I I know you're speaking to you're speaking to this to the the line. I am the line. I find I do so well when I'm super structured and sometimes I don't want to take the time to do the fun things because I have a schedule in my brain all the time. Like right now I have five running projects that I feel like it's funny. You are that way with yourself. Uh huh. And not that way with the kids. Yeah. And I am the complete That's opposite. so true. Like, I am not that way with myself, but I'm so... Yeah. Because, I don't know, it's just... I yeah. I think for like me you, too, but also I grew up in a very strict home, like yeah. so strict that it's like, I don't want my kids to feel like they have to walk. So there's a certain kind of like allowance I give them yeah. for being able to express themselves and stuff. Cause I was suppressed from that. So maybe I overdo it kind of like with the birthday things, yeah. like waking up at, you know, crack of dawn to bake their, you know, breakfast thing and sing to them. And it's like, so I'm going to go overboard here. And I, I do let some things go that I probably shouldn't, but that's okay. Cause that's what I'm choosing to do, yeah. you know? And then there are times where I just give them the look and they know. Yeah. And sometimes it's a small thing, but it's a big thing to me that they already know. Yeah. You know? So it's just like, I am a very disciplined person and I can be rigid and that line is very fine. Yeah. But when I do more of the adventure and the, you know, just like stopping to play with them, I feel so much better. (laughs) And it like, it has like a full different effect on, on my mind and my body and like how well I sleep at night, you know, like I notice when I make time for that, I just, I feel so full at the end of the night. I'm like, oh, I did it all today. Yeah. 
I got to take care of them. I got to take care of me. I got to, you know, it's like, everybody's happy. Like this is life. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I feel like that was this weekend for me. And it was so funny. We went to Costco today to get dog food. (laughs) Middle story. Didn't have. Um, But while we were going through the aisles, there was like this huge bin full of skateboards, like longboards. And Aiden saw it and he was like, Oh my God, like, what is that? He's never seen one before. Yeah. Cause it was like, not a skateboard, but like a longboard. Long yeah. Yeah. And I was like, instantly in my oh. heart, I was like, Oh my God. I remember being 12 years old and wanting a longboard so oh. bad. It's what it's the only yeah. thing I wanted. And I, my parents got it for me my, for my birthday. And did I ride it? Probably not. Because we live on a we live right. on a huge steep hill where it was like, <laughs> like that led the hill went to the highway. You would have either killed yourself or never yeah. made it up the hill. But like it, I wanted it so bad. Like it just was like the thing I wanted. And um and my parents were very like well off. Like we didn't yeah. struggle much. And but not to say they worked very hard for and I'm sure they struggled, but they did never let us see that. Right. Um but so when I saw that, I was like, he's like, can we get it, mom? And my instinct was to be like, no, no. I'm not buying it. Like, you have I didn't come here for that. Five it's not a, bikes, a you know dirt bike, a that? scooter. In my... It's not on my list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're here for dog food. And then I took it out of the bin and I was like, this is actually kind of cool. And then I wrote it down the, ho- the aisle. <laughs> I love it. And the kids were like, mom, why are you doing You're like, I'm taking it for a test <laughs> and drive. Then I put it in the cart and they were like, what are you doing? I was like, we're going to buy it. And I was like, I want to ride it. Like you want to ride it. We're all going to ride the skateboard. <laughs> These are the and moments they won't forget. We went to get the dog food. There was no dog food. So literally I'm in the checkout line. With the skateboard. It became a whole fiasco. We get, we get up to self-checkout. The lady's helping us. There's no price tag on it. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. So she's you like, had to pick the one thing in the store that had no price tag. She's like, tag. come over here. Let me help you here. There's like a whole lot. It's so crowded because it's Sunday. And Why did you even so, go? Because you needed, needed dog, dog food. food. You should have just so checked then, with me first. <laughs> so then I, she's like typing in the thing. She's like, okay, the only one I'm coming, the only thing coming up is like, it's $80. And I was like, uh, no, it was $54. Like I'm not buying an $80 skateboard. So then she had to go all the way back, which of course it's in the far back of Costco to get a new one and bring it up. And I'm standing there, I'm like, I didn't even want this stupid skateboard. Like but I didn't come did. here for it. And now here we are. Like, and I have so much to do. Um, and so anyway, we got the skateboard and um, the kids will probably never ride it. And I probably will never ride it, but I'm just, yes, you will. So I pulled up to our house today and Rick had mowed the lawn yesterday. And I just had like this overwhelming feeling of like, we're so lucky. Yeah. Like we're this so lucky. Life. Yeah. And like, not even, but it's like, because I had gone shopping at Nordstrom Rack earlier to get clothes for work. And it's just like, you can do all these things and have all these things. And I don't know, it just was like a good feeling to like pull up and be like, this is our house. Like, this yeah. is our front yard. This is where we live. Like, yeah, we're so it's lucky. like seeing everything for the first time. Yeah. And like, it doesn't happen often, but sometimes I just get that feeling. And I tell oh, that all is, the time and I'm in- like, we are so lucky. Like, people don't get this. No, the it's ultimate gratitude yeah. it's like thank you thank you thank you and like there are people <laughs> who have so much more yeah. but I feel like I don't know like I yeah. am so lucky we're just so lucky to yeah. be in this position in life it's like absolutely we have when you have 
like, like when like, you get to drive other my car live. that I love, like, and live in the, <laughs> this house, like, I don't know if you just think about, yeah, where other people live, kids who live in apartments and they don't get, they don't have a driveway to ride a skateboard in, like, and they just were handed that and yeah. that's just their reality and their kids and they don't get to choose if they get a nice house in a cul-de-sac or yeah. an apartment in, you know, mm-hmm. anyway, so. Yeah, it's like. I can say a lot, like as a first generation Mexican here, there was a lot of things as I got older, I went into other people's homes and I realized, holy shit, like, what has my life been? These people live completely differently than I have ever. Yeah. You know, and it's like, it's just like really seeing things so differently. And we all have such different exposure to things. Yeah. But also even the people at the top, like I'm sure they do the same thing. You know, they look around and they're like, holy shit, this is my life Eat I, on a, whatever scale it's on. If that's your plane, you're at the top of it. If you have a home and you have a car and you have food in your fridge. Yeah. yeah. If you have all those things, you are rich. Yeah. You are rich and you've got your health. Fuck. Yes. Like yeah. you have got it. You've got it. Yeah. And so when you look at that and then you go back to the drama what are you fucking complaining about? Life is good. Yeah. Make it good. Yeah. Because it's you in your own way. <laughs> but there, I think there are people who like pull into their house in our neighborhood and are like, I can I'm have more. You. I could, me. Like I could have a bigger, this, I could have a better car. I could have this or this or this. And like, I don't know for me, it's like, I could have so much less than this. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just and that's I think that again like the difference in outlook you know what I think too I think having been there and having been here but now with this mindset I wish I could go back with this mindset does that make sense I feel like I could totally live with less at this point and be like just because I think part of what has led us here is this underlying sense of like I need to have these things to feel like I've done well in the world yeah of like where we all have our own feelings that we have not done enough, mm-hmm. you know? And so if I could take that and downsize my life dramatically, I, I would with this feeling of like gratitude for what I have and also realizing I have way too much shit. I have yeah. way too much. Like, why do we need this much stuff? But I think it's easy to like, I've walked into people's houses, like our housing like we are the oldest houses in this hill area yeah and i've walked into other people's houses and been like what does it take to get this like this is wow like how do people but then also but then you think people walk into your home and think the same thing maybe yeah sure that's the thing is like but i think when you reach that point where it's like i don't care who walks in and says what like i feel like i have so much and that's all that matters absolutely that's like there i think there are people that don't have that feeling yeah it's like this um i listened in have you ever heard of clubhouse Uh -uh. it's like an app where oh yes yeah okay yeah so i was listening in on this random conversation that popped up and it was like uh talking about should um people drive nice cars, single men drive nice, is it important if a single man drives nice cars, right? And it was like, Hmm. very random. But the responses, a lot of men were saying that if they drove a beat ass car, that they wouldn't be able to attract the woman they wanted. That's so funny. Because (laughs) when we were just talking about this too, the other day about how when we were 16, 
our mindset was not like find a rich a boy with a rich family. <laughs> yeah. Like that just why it didn't cross my mind. Because nobody I didn't was telling you. Understand how the correlation of like what this could this future could be. Like that just didn't ever cross my Some mind. Some people just live in that but world. When where they... I met Rick, he drove like this old, beat up, rusty, like faded black lifted Dodge. Mm-hmm. Like that's what he drove. Like nothing fancy about it. It was an old beat up truck. Yeah. And that's what he drove when I started. We weren't dating yet, but when I met him and we started like dating and then he went out and bought this super fancy car. Like it still makes me sick that he spent that much money on that car. Like, (laughs) And so I can't remember, but it was like soon after we started dating and he said something like, I got you with the car. And I was like, I actually preferred the old beat up truck truck, like that's. And I remember when he bought the car and he, we were sitting in the driveway and he was like, do you want to see it? Do you want to sit in it? Do you want to see what it does? And I was so unimpressed. Yeah. I didn't, uh, cars just weren't even a thing in like my family. Nobody, no one was into cars. Like it just wasn't, my dad drove a truck. My mom always, yeah, it just was like not a thing. And so he was just like, it was his baby mm-hmm. and I just couldn't understand the like I drove an old red Jetta the with the freaking cloth was falling from the roof and the window was broken Perfect. like it would fall That's in like the one and if I 50 first dates if I drove through a puddle it would stop running and I'd have to pull over and get a ride until it dried the next day like <laughs> that funny. and but that was like fine to me like yeah. I just felt so happy to have a car yeah and so I just remember him just being like like look at my cool car like it's so impressive and I'm like it just doesn't that doesn't it's impress just the me yeah and that's I think it's interesting that men feel that pressure maybe right that may ha- like ha- what is it Hollywood just Hollywood like movies I don't know I don't get the car thing at all I don't understand it but there are things that would impress me a car is not it right. a watch is not it I couldn't tell a right. like Leonardo a... DiCaprio drives a Prius that's what I tell Will when I say I want a Prius <laughs> and you but also okay I was at I... Starbucks the other day oh, God, and this what? guy walked in and he's like in this fancy suit and I can't remember what drew my attention to him his fancy he's... suit you no, just said it no no he was talking <laughs> the breeze and he said something rude and i was like this guy i think he is like you're in marietta like (laughs) you're not in malibu sir and then he so then i was just like (laughs) whatever so it wasn't very crowded and he's like waiting for his drink and he gets it and he walks out and i watch him and he walks out and he gets in this like fancy tesla and i'm like of course that's your car of course but i literally said that to myself in my head i was like of course that's your car like Yeah. Oh, that that could go so many ways. Yeah. That could go so many ways. Yeah. But how do we even get here? <laughs> I couldn't tell you. <laughs> oh, she ya. takes a glorious <laughs> sip of wine. Um, yeah. So I I don't know. Just be um, thankful for what you have. Like, take a minute to like look around and like look at the house that you have or the apartment or everything whatever. And, like, the car that you drive or if you don't drive a car, but just everything that you have. It's like if you're not grateful for what you have, like you're never going to be grateful. And that you also doesn't more more, mean you're never going to reach. Grateful. That also doesn't mean that being grateful doesn't mean that you can't. Strive for more. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Goals are so good. Yeah. I have goals. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, 
Oh, grateful and goals. I would Another like to fine not line. have a bathroom from 1989 in my master bathroom. Yeah. Like that's same. a goal. <laughs> I have, but at same. the same time, Mine's it's like, original. I have a bathroom and I'm not sharing it with my kids. They have their own. Like there's some people who have six people in their family and they all share one bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Gratitude. <laughs> my hair it's i can wild. just feel what is what, i just want to part my it. hair like, like go ahead touch it well okay. this needs no no it, doesn't. it goes <laughs> okay. this way but it's like it's, it's bouncy today it's very bouncy yeah. why is it so I bouncy I, just, I bought that hair mask that you told me to okay. get though it, oh, so it's good, amazing right yeah it made my hair so soft i don't even know what just happened okay yeah we went off Oh my gosh. Why, but why did I bring up the clubhouse thing? What were we talking about? Credits. Oh, the men with cards. But it was very interesting to listen in and think of like where people get their sense of self. Yeah. And um, somewhere in there, it says that people will only love me or want me if. And it, that's what it comes down to, right? Is like we are always in a certain place. Because we fear what other people will think or say. Yeah. And so I think it comes down to like really getting to that point where you know yourself so well that it doesn't matter what people are saying. Yeah. That but that's like you a, are you are whole and you are sure and you're like, well, this is me. But I think that's also like to circle all the way back is to the drama. It's right. like if you're sure of yourself and you don't need a confirmation from anyone else then there is no need to feed into the drama it's you know, like you um, can walk away knowing who you are and also knowing that that person doesn't obviously mm-hmm. know who you are and that's mm-hmm. why this is happening and it doesn't have to be like uh, I'm so good I don't need to like mm-hmm. whatever but I just think it's like full circle like if you know who you are and you know that there are certain people that know who you are, then that's all that matters. And I think I had a conversation with Alexia about this as I'm taking her back to her dad's today. Um, She was telling me about some drama (laughs) of some girls at school. And like when she's telling, I'm listening to everything. And I, the first thing I said was that's what happens when you're a child that doesn't get enough love and attention, you know? And so, like, the fact that she and another girl were able to be like, we have no part in this drama. And she's like, literally, the chat's been going off. I haven't even kept up on it. You know, so, like, being able to differentiate when you should be involved and not involved. And also, like, it starts at home and it starts with our kids, you know, like... If we are doing all the things we're doing, our children are going to know who they are. Therefore, mm-hmm. they're going to move forward as more responsible adults that care about how they make other people feel yeah. more than anything. Because I'm like, people won't remember what you said, but they're going to remember how they made you made them feel. That's Maya Angelou, well, right? Like, and it's so funny, but I my boss has this quote that he always says in, as it pertains to real estate, but it also pertains to real life. He always says, I don't believe what people say. I believe what they do. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like, yeah. Like, yeah, but he, he will like yell it in our office. Like, I don't believe what people say. I believe what they like. He it's so a part of his core mm-hmm. values. But yeah. it's like if you apply that in, in business, but if you apply in that everything. to life, it's like, yeah, yeah. Um, well, business is this, life. Like, yeah. 
I saw this TikTok and it was this mom dancing with her kid. And it said, if you knew me before I became a mom, you don't know me now. Oh, for real. And I was like, oh, wow. That's for sure. And yeah. I was 19 when I became a mom. So, I'll, and, and I was thinking about this the other day because I was going through my stuff of going, <laughs> getting my high school stuff done. Mm-hmm. And I thought about that. Like, if any of these people met me today, they like, we wouldn't have an issue. (laughs) Well, and I think too, like I personally, when I meet mom friends, my judge of character is based on how they treat their children. Mm -hmm. Like that's what I judge it on. And I often find myself when I feel like I've accomplished a milestone or I've made a step forward in my relationship with my kids. And I'm always like, if people judged me off of how I am a mother, mm-hmm. it would be a very different perspective, I mm-hmm. think, then. I don't think most people do that. I don't think people judge you off of how you treat your children. I think they judge you but off of But what about the people inter- that don't have children then? So then that opens up a whole nother conversation. But I think, <laughs> I think... I I feel like I've said this on the podcast, but I think people who... Don't have children. Are, don't have children. No. Not <laughs> selfish. I actually had this I conversation with one of my clients. Though. Maybe like after 35 to 40, if you have not had kids and like, again, like your we're choice, not even on the... not, it's not even like hating on you not having kids. If you don't want kids, you don't want kids. But, but we're not sitting at the same table. A whole <laughs> world to be open to people who have children. Yeah. And if you haven't opened that world, your choice or not. You're just not experiencing what people who have kids experience. Right. Like you're just for sure. not. There's just I no say way that to be all on the that time level. that my kids like literally have taught me so much more than I've taught them. <laughs> and I can I can't imagine someone who doesn't have children getting that experience mm-hmm. anywhere else. Like right. you just can't. You can't. Yeah. Um it's like virtual reality. But again, reality. it's like if you don't want to have kids, then that's fine. Like right. no hate to that. And like you don't need these experiences, but again, yeah, we're not sitting at the same table. Like it's, yeah. <laughs> it, <laughs> like, we're living hello, on two hello, hello, hello. Um, like seriously, it's not, there's, there's no way you can compare no. life experiences and it's like with people on Instagram who are yeah. like my dog baby. And I'm like, Bleh. I have dog babies. You have dog babies, but I'm you don't Sorry. Call my yeah. dog babies don't cause me the stress for real. That my, like, I don't know. Stress, I've seen like, you after one of Sadie's. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but like, but yes, you're right. No, comparison. you're right. There's no comparison. There's, it's I, a whole different thing. I understand Did the you? love of a dog, but it's not. Yeah. So apparently, so I heard this speaking of loving, I think because we, um, I obviously might experience something entirely different that I could never speak on. But as women, as moms, you have carried this being with you from like when you were in your mother's womb. Yes. And like literally every woman is already born with all their eggs. Yeah. That means like, let's talk about woman's lineage. Oh my gosh. crazy. Like I was already in my great grandmother's womb. So I am carrying all this stuff on. And so... I just lost it. Oh, what no. the fuck? <laughs> Wait. I thought you saw Jesus. Ooh, it just went Ooh. like down the valley. The hole. Um, what was I saying? Fuck. 
as women, mothers. Um, have you seen, I saw, I heard on a podcast, that's what I was, okay. I heard on a podcast that, and I need to go back and find this video, but apparently there's a video that shows how the female egg actually chooses which sperm is going to let fertilize it. I thought the sperm chooses the egg. No. Oh. No. So I got to find this video and then we'll link it. Oh, because it has to let it in. Right. Okay. Exactly. Okay. And so it's this whole beautiful video and I want to get my hands on it because it's very interesting to think that really as women, we hold it all. Right. And so like, when are we going to fully stop hating on other women? First of all, like that's, that goes back to the drama. It's like, but it's, it's again, it's that the idea of like, there's enough room for us all to do well Mm -hmm. and to be happy and thriving and successful. Like, why are we not lifting each other up more? Yeah. There is no competition. Yeah. So I, it really, this is segued into something completely different, but I think it's important that us women really look at our relationships to ourselves. Yeah. Um, because everything else is a ripple effect. I don't know. I think it just comes down to just knowing who you are and knowing your worth and that will stop you from a lot of things. And okay. So I listened to this on a podcast. We are podcast junkies. Mm -hmm. We really are. Mm -hmm. I love it though. Cause I learned so much. Yeah. Um, that it was about like how it was call her daddy. And, um, you like, we're trying to not say, I it, was trying like, not to, but I have to, say it. Say I have to it. say it. If you know what you want, you're going to be able to tell your partner what you want. And when you guys get both together and you both know what you want and you're communicating, it's fucking life changing. That's like, if you go to a sandwich shop and you call your wife and you're like, hey, what do you want? And she's never been the to the same. sandwich shop. She doesn't know what she wants to order and you don't know what to order. I love her. the sandwich shop analogy. I really do. But it's, you know, it's like, absolutely like, hey, what do you want from this restaurant you've yeah, never been like, to? And if she's you, like, I if don't If you take know. me to Jersey Mike's and you don't put the juice on the sandwich, you better fucking leave it the with there. The juice? Yeah. Mike's way? It's yeah. not called the juice. Yeah, but it's the called stuff Mike's way. Yeah, if you get it Mike's way though. Yeah, but yes. but the vinegar is not Mike's way. It's the vinegar with the seasoning with Yes. Yeah. The but juice. the stuff it's it's literally says it on the wall. No, it does not. It does. It Trust Mike's me. Way. Yeah, the but juice. look it up. Okay. All right. Anyway, I'm I only saying. know this because I said it to somebody else and I double checked. <laughs> Seriously. Okay. Okay. But I'm just saying. So yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Like how no, are you gonna order from your, a restaurant without ever having been there? You need to experience it yourself first. So yeah. that ripples out into a lot of other things. I don't know how we got here. I don't know. Too much wine. This one. <laughs> <laughs> we, we're such calories. lightweights. No, like we're not I even... haven't had wine in so long. I had a When's bo- the last time we had wine? Because it, it was yeah, me I had you, some the other day with Will. Okay. Um me. It's been a long it time. It was you. It's been a long time. Oh, the winery. It hasn't been that long. The winery? When we went salsa dancing. That was a long time ago. That That was was three weeks ago. Oh, salsa dancing. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. Three weeks is a long time, though. Yeah, so on Call Her Daddy. But how did we get to orgasming and I don't know. You took it there. I I did not. I'm sorry. You surprised me with that one lineage and we, I don't even know how the fuck we got here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
I think we need to go now. You know, though, this this is how our, like, we came in here with this energy today. We I did. don't know. It was, it's been a busy, full weekend, and um, my heart's full, and I have a lot of projects I'm working on, and I'm ready to start this fucking week, and I'm going to start off with, like, vacuuming this house <laughs> and cleaning downstairs cleaning the floors and I'm gonna start tomorrow on some fun projects that I've been wanting to do and just kind of planning for my week so I've got the lowdown on your projects you do oh yeah I got a full like visual explanation from Malaya in our <laughs> kitchen today <laughs> that child she brought over 20 paint samples she was so funny in Home Depot today. She was like, Mom, can I take these paint samples? And the I'm like, kids Yes, and you the can paint take samples. I told her, You can take them. It's fine. She goes, Do they cost? She's like, We're walking. And she's like, Can I put them in my pocket? <laughs> I find paint samples everywhere. Every no, time and then we go she to goes, Lowe's. Does it cost money? And I said, No. She goes, Why is there a barcode on the back? And I was like, because if you like it, they come back and they scan it and then they can. And she's like, oh, like, it's so cool, though, to watch that whole process happen. Yeah, my kids love the paint samples. And then today we went grocery shopping and Allie's like taking those ties off the produce (laughs) thing. And I'm like, what the hell? We do this every time. It's okay. They end up on the floor of my car. What are we doing with the ties? What are we doing with them? Malaya has found ways to annoy me with them is what she's done. Like, uh, turn them into a piece of art. It then is all impressed. art, Kiara. No, How much of it do you of keep? My car makes Will would keep everything if food. I let him. He would be like, it was... <laughs> I don't fucking care. It looks like trash. <laughs> Let's throw it in the fucking trash when they're not looking. <laughs> I do. I throw everything in the trash. When no, looking. so... All right. How are you, are you looking for... Oh, my God. We're glitching. <laughs> I was going to say, are you looking forward to your week? Mm-hmm. Kind of. I feel like I just didn't get any. <laughs> you did get plenty. Rest. <laughs> I didn't get any rest this weekend. Yeah, I'm go- I'm not. I'm going to clean. <laughs> and because it- mama's got work to do. <laughs> I came down this morning because I cleaned all the floors yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I came down this morning and I was like, I felt like Cinderella with all the birds flying in. (laughs) You're like, (laughs) it was so beautiful. ah, Here are the children. Hi. Hi. Okay. She she threw a purse at my face. Oh. Okay, we're almost done. We're going to wrap up real quick. We'll be right there, okay? I'm almost done. Can you close the door? Can you close the door, please? Come on. What are you doing? We're almost done. We're podcasting. Two more minutes, okay? See you soon. Anyway, thank you for this for this night. I needed I needed a night that we just kind of got to go off. Yeah, we I went felt off. like I felt like it's been a while since I got to go off on any kind of tangent with yeah, you. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> you should do so more tangents. Thank, thank you, Lemon Drops, for listening in. I hope you took something away from today, whether it's uh, discipline or rigidity or uh boundaries or your orgasms um i hope you got something from today your <laughs> what that is look it's all encompassing okay yeah kiara our, our intro says and all the shit in between and that is the shit in between and it's very important shit so yep. your orgasms are important <laughs>
Okay. Important. Important. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Lemon Drops. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Thanks for joining us this week on Life's Lemonade Unfiltered. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at lifeslemonade.unfiltered. And remember, Lemon Drops, be kind, stay curious, live unfiltered.